Between 1969 and 1975, Miles Davis went through the most productive period of his career. In no other seven-year span had he produced as many studio and live recordings. This was yet another period marked by the intense experimentation and innovation that was already a hallmark of his then 30-year career. He was on a mission. The high-water mark of this expedition happened during three summer days in August of 69, the double album Bitches Brew. The backdrop, New York City in the late 1960s, Woodstock wrapping up two hours north the morning before, a group of some of the greatest musicians, and a whole lot of baggage. Bitches Brew is a reflection of, and response to, what was happening at the time in Davis's life and everyone else's. It is a social commentary on African-American culture during a very turbulent time in America, delivered by one of the most prominent voices in jazz. Between the civil rights movement, race riots, black militant movements, changes in the African-American artistic culture, and weighty personal matters, Davis had much to draw and reflect upon. His previous work never had to contend with the kind of disillusionment, anger, and fear that dominated the late 60s social landscape. Davis's record certainly has a sense of hostility and change. This music came at the end of the 1960s, after all the chaos, wrote Davis biographer Quincy Troop. Bitches Bruce summed up an era that was going out, with something new on the verge of coming in. This summation is neither mass audience friendly, nor a small niche production. This commercially hyped and heavily produced album delivered social commentary on a grand scale by a consummate artist who explored the complexities of the issues of the times in a profound manner. Tuesday, August 19, 1969, could have been any other morning for Miles. Making recordings was nothing new to him, for he had been doing it frequently for the past 25 years. He had been an established celebrity for a long time, but the atmosphere around him was changing rapidly. Record companies were looking to cash in on the youth culture entranced with rock and roll. There were 400,000 people at the concert, Woodstock, wrote Davis. That many people at a concert makes everybody go crazy, and especially people who make records. While rock was white hot, jazz was dying. For the first time, the cool Miles was feeling the pressure. His label was scrambling to capitalize on the new wave and was in an all-out war with Warner Brothers, trying to sign new acts and promote the ones they had to younger concertgoers. Meanwhile, Davis's sales were crashing, and his concerts took place in half-filled clubs, not Woodstock. Somehow, he had lost the public's ear. So this was the climate with Columbia and me, just before I went into the studio to record Bitches Brew.